Stand by for the Terry Saul Show. Five, roll tape. Four, cue Terry. Three, bring audio up. Two, stand by. One, play intro. Stay tuned for the Terry Saul Show on Salem's original radio station, 104.3 FM and 1220 AM KSLM. Today's show is being brought to you by the Lule Group, featuring Lule's Car Connection, Don Lule Homes, and Teresa Lule's State Farm Insurance. Well, good morning, and welcome to the Terry Saul Weekend Show on Salem's original station, 104.3 FM and 1220 AM KSLM. I am your host, and I'm so glad that you joined us. Today we have a couple of guests. I'm going to let you guys introduce yourself. My name is Rick Reitz, and I am the president of the Four Corners Rod and Gun Club in Salem, Oregon. Okay. No, you, you go ahead. Oh, all right. I'm Kevin I Galbraith. I am. Oh, well, I, I know now, too. I'm Kevin Galbraith. I'm the vice president of the club. Okay. Tell me a little bit about this, the Four Corners Rod and Gun Club. What What is that? Four Corners Rod and Gun Club is the only gun club in the Salem area. We've been around since 1947. We've been around wow. a few years. Yeah. We are a private club and a non-profit club. It's open to the community for members. And When, when you say a private club, what does that mean? If, well, if you're we're a, it's open to the community. We're a non-profit and we consider ourselves a private club. Okay. So it's for members only and not open to the public. Okay. What do you do there? You play bingo every night, or what? I mean, what are you guys doing there? Well, bingo's on uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. You do not. Do you really? <laughs> no, we don't. Uh, well, we do it with guns. <laughs> you got to shoot the. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. So. What we do is um, we are a we do just about everything. We have every type of uh, discipline for training. Uh, we do uh, matches. Uh, we are affiliated with the NRA, so we do a lot of NRA classes. We offer just about everything, Terry. Just about yeah. everything. Do you offer uh, classes for the concealed weapon permit? <clears throat> we do. We we offer that. That's a small part of what we do, but we do have a gentleman that does the classes. We actually have several people that do concealed weapon classes, but yes, we do We do offer that. Is that becoming yeah. more and more popular? Everybody wants to get all... There was a record that. last year, record number of permits really? applied for and given. Why yeah. do you think that's the case? Oh, boy. I would say there are people are concerned about their safety. Just sure. Let's just say that. Sure. I find, I, I do teach it personally with my personal business, and this last year... I have done probably three times as many as I, I have in the past. With with the crime rates up throughout the country, with all the COVID stuff going right, on, right. especially here in Oregon, Portland, with all the riots, people don't feel safe. And you're getting more and more people feeling like they just need to uh, take care of themselves and their families. And don't you find that it's, it's not that they don't feel safe out and about in the community, but they don't feel safe in their own home. They don't feel safe in their home, their own mm. home. Correct. You're right. You're absolutely right. And most of the people that I teach with the classes, about 20% of them are never going to carry out on the street. They're just taking it to learn some self-defense, you know, the laws, the legality things of in the home yeah. defense. And mm. aren't the laws changing almost daily around the country with, with different restrictions and stuff or concealed weapons? They are. You know, in fact, here in September, we're going to have a few concealed weapon changes that, that concealed weapon holders are going to have to go through. Like Nothing. What? Well, like, uh, uh, I believe it's in the end of September, you will not be able to carry on um, the Capitol grounds. You will not be able to carry it to Portland Airport through there. Within 72 hours, if your firearm is stolen, you have to report that. Those are the three major things that are going to happen. And there's restrictions coming down the pike, more of them. Can I tell you a story? Tell me the story. Mm -hmm. I'd love to All hear right. it. I, I've got a few guns in my house, and I bought my wife a shotgun, a 410 shotgun. And the very first time she wanted to go out, my brother, before he passed away, 
um, had bought himself a new gun. He said, well, let's go out to the range and we'll practice. And my wife has never shot a gun, so she says, yeah, let's go do that. So we get there, and she's, my brother and I are standing behind her, and she's got the little rifle aiming, and she's pulling the trigger, nothing's happening. Unbeknownst to me, when you buy a, a rifle or shotgun, there's a wooden dowel that they put inside of it. Are you familiar with that? Not on all. Was it an older shotgun, a used shotgun? No, it was it was a new one. Oh, oh. Anyhow, so it's, she's pulling the trigger, nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. And I go, Patty, what are you doing? And she turns around, and she's now got to point it at both of us. She goes, it won't work. And both my brother and I hit the ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just dropped to the ground. <laughs> and my brother, he passed away of cancer, and he looked at me, and he says, cancer's not going to kill me. Your damn wife is. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's funny. It's like... Okay, but she's she's real timid about handling guns. Sometimes she, you know, asks her, says, are you taking your, your revolver? She has a little thirty eight, And I said, are you taking that with you? She goes, no. She she won't take it until she's taken, uh, well, she's taken the class already and passed the class, but she's just afraid of shooting mm-hmm. it. What, what do you tell somebody when they're a little bit, they handle, she handles it with two fingers, okay? Mm-hmm. What do you tell them? How, how do you get comfortable <laughs> let with it? Let me, let, let me start. And you, because okay. and, you go, Rick will have, always has more to say. He's, oh, I know he, that. Yeah. He's, well, and he's good at it. So he's, well, I'd rather have him talk more. Away right yeah. I'll, I'll pay <laughs> well, you later. <laughs> it, it's, you know, it's like anything, you've got to practice. And the first time you drove a car, you weren't, you were uncomfortable. The first time you rode a bike, you know, your dad had to hold you up. It's anything, you know. So if you, perfect example to plug the club, come to the club and if you need help, you can bring some help or you can get help. But mostly what it is, it's a place to practice. You know, you, you've got to use your firearm and you've got to practice with it. Wouldn't you agree? I, I absolutely do. Yeah. I found this year with, with our gun club and the business that I own that, you know, what was there, 9 million new gun owners this year and a lot of those people who purchase guns have no idea how to use them they're first-time gun owners you have to start somewhere why would you do them why would you purchase a gun if you don't have any clue on how it operates terry i call a lot of um i even got a couple friends i call them youtube shooters they feel that they can learn everything by watching a youtube video and those are good videos to start with you have to have hands-on training. You have to have the correct instructor to teach you how to hold a gun, you know, the fundamentals of it. You have to know the safety rules, and you have to live by those safety rules. It's one thing that our gun club does. We have had a record amount of new members this year, so we're dealing with that. And what also we're dealing with is we're dealing with the safety issues we see out on the gun range from new gun owners. We encourage a lot of our new members and new gun owners to to take the classes we offer, you know, it's a lot cheaper than if you were to have a pay a private instructor like myself to take them. So we have identified that and realized that we need to come up with different types of classes. And that's what I, part of what Kevin and I do. We come up um, as, as the board, we come up with a lot of different ideas. I know once a month I do a, a class to members. It's basically free and I offer it to the public at $10 a class. So to try to get people to come out and enjoy our club and hopefully to join the club. But we offer concealed weapon classes, basic pistol classes. I just did a class last week on basic AR training. You know, it's amazing how many AR owners are out there that have no idea how to clean their AR. We had a group of people that showed up. Kevin and I did the class. It was amazing. People hadn't cleaned their ARs in over a year because they didn't know how. They could get on YouTube and look, but it was confusing for them. Just to take now, the, the AR, that's the automatic rifle. Is that what? What it is? No. That's the AR's? evil black rifle you've heard so much about. The evil black the rifle? The evil black rifle, yeah. What is that? Uh, AR stands for armor light rifle. 
And okay. so an AR-15 is Armalite rifle model 15. Yeah. And it's that's, a, people think it means assault rifle. It doesn't. Okay. It, it was yeah, ma- named after the company that originally got it. originated uh, the gun. Do you have Perfect. training for the assault rifles? We do. We do the classes. Um, we offer, like myself, uh, I run the three gun matches out there. And it's a training, we call it a, a move and shoot type training thing, t- training class where you can come out and you know, we in a class like that, we want you to have the basic AR skills down. It's using three different guns: your pistol, your a shotgun, and your AR rifle. We are starting to offer more like the class I did. We're, I'm going to do more of those. We had a good turnout, and it made me realize that we need that out there. We need that. Why does somebody need to have an assault rifle? It's not an assault rifle, Terry. Well, you, you, just, um, you just said it was, though, didn't you? No, I said it's Armalite rifle. Okay. Armalite is the company. The original made company. It they did that. Yeah. Assault rifle, no. I know you hear that a lot on the news that right. it's an assault rifle. And in my opinion, I think that's just a, a scare tactic. You know, an AR rifle. Really? really? You think that's a scare tactic? I do. Okay. I do. Why? Um, there are people well, out there that don't want you to have one. and Well, the bad guys. <laughs> I think they are. And, yeah, and by one. the way, Terry, I, I, I don't believe there's anything such as an evil rifle. There is no such thing. There's okay. evil people. Exactly. But there are exactly. no evil rifles right. out there. Okay. An AR-15 rifle is no different than a semi-automatic rifle, 1022, other than the caliber. you got to pull the trigger every time when it, for a bullet to come out of the, you know, out of the barrel. They have magazines that hold up to, you know, 30 rounds, 40 rounds. Um, but you can also use them for hunting. I've used an AR for hunting and taken Wait a minute. Now, several now, different deer. Now you know this question's coming. Is Why would you need one of those rifles, 30 rounds, to go find a deer? You can't use that. In, in Oregon, it's a five-round magazine is the, okay. the max you, you right. can use. I thought I was going to get you But if you I used there. a 30-round on them, um, I think I, I was able to get a pound of meat out of the deer <laughs> once I harvested it. <laughs> You knew that was coming, didn't you? Yeah, you Terry, from coming. you, yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, have you ever have you ever had a, a class where someone's there that I'm sorry, this person should just not be handling a gun? Yes. What do you do? Yes, we we do. Can you refuse to teach them, or do you even want to go down that path, or what do you do? We we consider ourselves teachers. Okay. And we we try to teach them. You know, uh, we we try to 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 change the way they're doing things. And if it continues in a unsafe manner, yes, we have to ask them to leave. Yeah, we do get our share of of members, new members that come out and they don't know the safety rules. And we really encourage people to to learn how to use a gun, to, to live by the safety rules. Mm-hmm. You know, don't point, a, don't point anything at anybody you don't intend to, to harm. Mm-hmm. Keep your finger off the trigger at all times and treat every gun as if it's loaded. And if you remember those if you remember those three things, you're going to be safe. We try to instill that into everybody at our club. We have a lot of members for the size of our club, and it's very important that we keep everybody safe that comes out. And it's also very important that everybody comes out, has a good time. Yeah. And we consider our club, you know, a family-type shooting club, mm-hmm. and we want that. And the only way that that's we're going to continue to continue to grow we have to have safe gun handling skills at the club. So, so Rick, when, when this gal comes up, my wife comes out there and she says, okay, and she picks up the gun, her, her little thirty-eight there, and she, you can just tell she's, she's nervous about handling this gun. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing you're going to tell her to calm her down a little bit? Because she's 
She's terrified of the gun. Mm -hmm. Might be good to start her with a smaller gun at first. Get her started on a 22 revolver. I assume her 38's revolver. Yes. Get her started on a 22, develop some confidence, and then slowly, gradually move her up to the 38. What do you think, Rick? I definitely think a brand new shooter, Terry, and I, you know, the business I run is a simulator business through Glock, is to take baby steps. And particularly a lot of ladies I get in my classes, the noise, just the noise can scare them to death. It's it's pretty common to have people that are new shooters that are that are nervous. And we try to, I know, with at, at the clubs to make new shooters feel comfortable and to get them to relax and start with the basics. And Kevin just said, I know most new shooters, I'll start them with a 22. I'll even start them with a simulator gun, dry firing. And just learn the fundamentals. Dry firing? Dry firing your pistol, um, making sure that there's no ammo around, and and make sure that we have no ammo around, and you're just dry firing. You're cycling your gun. You're you're going through the motions once you're showed how to hold a gun, the basics of it, and just dry firing. The more you dry fire, the more you're going to feel comfortable with your your pistol or your your long gun, and then we get you out on the the range. It takes time. You can't learn it. You're not going to be John Wick in an hour. I don't even know who John Wick is, so I couldn't ask. So I so, couldn't be impressed or not impressed. Who's John Wick? Don't <laughs> be uh, dropping these names uh, on me. Like where, where do we start with that? Uh, <laughs> well, unfortunately, you think about it because we're out of time here. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to talk to you a little bit about the, the simulator that you were talking about, those classes. I think I've taken one of those, and I'll tell you a little bit about that in a minute. You're listening to the Terry Saul Show on 104.3 FM and 1220 AM. Today's show is being brought to you by the Lule Group. Don Lule Homes, Teresa Lule State Farm Insurance, and Lule's Car Connection. Back in just a moment. Stick around. We're just getting warmed up. Hey, this is Terry Saul, Saltissimo. You know, when it comes time to move into a new home, it's time to consider Don Lule Homes. The Lule difference is simply setting the bar for quality service in Salem. Find out today about custom-built new homes. Don Lule Homes offers open floor plans, quality craftsmanship, and over 50 years of excellent experience in new construction. Beautiful homes are coming soon. Call today and ask for Erica at 503-428-6992. Don Lule Homes. You're listening to The Terry Saul Show on KSLM AM and FM. Brought to you today by The Lule Group. This is the Terry Saul Weekend Show brought to you by the Lule Group. And you guys know the Lule Group. We know Mike Lule. Mike yeah. Lule. Yeah. An incredible man. Yeah. I'm telling is, you. Is he is he related to, to Don? Yes, I think that's his un- uncle. Really? Yeah. They're all over the place. They are. Oh, they, they are. are. They're not around. Their signs are around. <laughs> that's, that's right. True. <laughs> that's right. I can't I can't really slam him because he's like my sponsor, so I better not slam. I better be nice about it, right? Yeah, they're all nice guys. Yeah. In fact, well, just a plug for Mike Lule. If it wasn't for Mike Lule, our club wouldn't wouldn't be where it is now. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Yeah. Mike Lule volunteers twenty to forty hours a week to our club. 
Okay. He designs all the buildings out there. He designs the a lot of the stuff. Yeah. He um, does a lot of the work out there, along with a lot of other volunteers that we could not run this club without. But Mike Lule, he's my hero, and right. I tell him that all the time, and he just laughs. <laughs> just don't ever shake his hand. Why is that? Because it's he he shakes with pliers. I think. Oh, oh big boy! I just give him the elbow. There you go. Yeah. I would just nod and run. <laughs> That's what I would do. So let's talk about, I, I know that's not part of your club, but the simulator. When I got my concealed permit, uh, they had a simulator course, and I, and I went in, they were showing us to us. And, and I thought, well, this is interesting. And you're in this kind of, it was a dark room, and you have a video in front of you, and you have this little orange plastic gun, but it had a wire on it, so I'm assuming that's connected to the computer at some point. All right, tell me, tell me how the simulator works. Simulator, mine's a little, a little more advanced than that. Uh, it's similar to Threat Dynamics in Portland. I'm not for sure in the Sherwood area if that's where you used it. The simulator, it's kind of a state of an art uh, shooting range. You can, uh, I, it's much better to teach a new shooter or advanced shooters. I get a lot of off-duty police officers that come out and train, want to learn to, to move and shoot a little bit faster, want to hone their skills. For a new shooter, it's um, no recoil, or I, I have recoil and I have non-recoil guns. There is no wires with it. You're using a Glock 17 9mm pistol when you're shooting, and I have over 4,000 different scenarios you can use. Uh, one of my favorite with new shooters or just any type of shooters that if you're going to carry concealed, you need to learn how to deal with the threat scenarios, threats. Uh, when you can shoot, when you can't shoot uh, for self-defense. And I have over 3,000 different programs with that you can use. So I put a bad guy in your home, a bad guy breaking into your car, a bad guy in the mall, an active shooter scenario, and you have to deal with that. And you have to go through and, and we walk you through everything, the legality parts of it, when you can shoot, when you can't shoot. Threat scenario training is is a must. Most of your police officers go through that. So I do that with the, with the public. Years ago, I, I worked for the Sheridan, Colorado Police Department. I did that for several years. And one of the courses that we had to take back then was a course called Shoot, Don't Shoot. And it was done in black and white. And that's just how years ago it was. Mm -hmm. It was done in black and white. But it was, it was a question that whether the bad guy appears, whether you shoot or if it's a woman holding a baby instead of a gun, you mm -hmm. don't shoot. And it happens real fast. And I remember I, I took that a few times. And it was just uh, every time a different reaction. Yes, yeah, and just, they still use that, Terry. I still have. That's another program or another training session that, that still in black I do. and white. Not in black and white. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nope. All right. Now, how long does this uh, simulator last? Is it is it an hour, or two hours? What, what's yeah, I I do hour and a half classes. Okay. Um, we you know basic classes. The first hour, uh, the first time you'd come out as a new shooter, it'd be about a two hour class. First hour is class time and just going through the laws state and federal laws. I tell everybody with the, the classes that we that I do for the concealed weapon classes, take the first thing, get your concealed weapon, your Oregon concealed weapon permit first. I add a hour of basic pistol training onto, onto that with the simulator. So it gives them an idea, um, mm -hmm. the real, the basics. And then after that, I pretty much promote our our club and try to get them out there to start getting hands-on training with the instructors we have out at right. the club and get into the right club and no and, and you know baby step it go in one step at a time until you feel comfortable until you're up to you know advanced shooter level all right let's let's talk a little bit more about the club there what is, what is the one question you get asked the most Kevin, uh, go ahead. i would say one of the major questions is where's your club located you know where are you guys when we're just up state street 
about two miles outside of the Salem city limits. We've got our facility there that's been, as you said, Rick, since 1947. And that's that's where we are, just off State Street, past Gordon, about two miles. Okay, so do people need to make reservations if they want to come out there and and practice or, or just show up? And- Not if you're a member. You can show up anytime. Um, there are some times when the range may be closed for a specific shoot or maintenance or something, but as long as the range is open, members can come and shoot whenever they went during the hours of daylight. What type uh, of uh, a specific shoot are you referring to if you if it's closed for a specific shoot? What well, there at? might be one of uh, Rick sponsors has two or three shoots that he sponsors. I'll let him talk about that. But there, there are different competitive shooting opportunities that are sponsored at the club. And some of those are pistol-oriented and some are rifle. It's a, quite, it's a chance to, to hone your skills and also have fun and shoot with your friends. I have, a, I have a, an uncle in Morgan Hill, California. He's 98 years old. It's time for another story. He's 98 years old, and he was born with a gun in his hand. Um, I, I was visiting him last month, and he took me into his room, and I've never seen so many pistols, guns, and, and, and then we went into a side room there, and he had boxes of ammunition. I go, Uncle, what are, you, what are you waiting for? I mean, what's this all about? First of all, you're 98 years old. You know, get rid of this stuff. And he used to do the quick draw. He was extremely great at that. And I would go and watch him do these meets in, in Morgan Hill there in San Jose area there and just watch him do that. And that quick draw stuff was amazing. Sammy Davis Jr. also did quick draw, didn't he? I'm not for sure, yeah. did he? Yeah. yeah. That was popular back in the day, those not type of events. Not that far back. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I was in my 20s then, so it was just a couple of years ago. Yeah, there you go. All right. I wish. Do you have you ever done the quick draw? No, that's usually in the cowboy action where they do the uh, the matches. They they classify yeah. cowboy action. Uh, in in the events we do in the the move and shoot, the three guns, the defensive gunning, uh, steel challenge, those type of things. Yes, um, being quick on the draw, so to speak, or on you know are important to your time. Sure, yes, sure. And that is important in a self defense situation too. That you're able to get your weapon out. In a timely manner. But don't you also have to be accurate? You do have to be accurate. You have to be a lot of different things. Yeah. Have to deal with the pressure of uh, bullets coming at you. You know, I, I, my motto with my business is, is basically, um, no matter what anybody tells you, uh, speed in a gunfight does matter. All right. We'll take a break on that note. We'll be back in just a moment. Stick around. You're listening to The Terry Saul Show on KSLM AM and FM. Brought to you today by the Lule Group. We're back in 5, 4, Q-Terry, 2, 1, you're on. You're listening to The Terry Saul Show on KSLM AM and FM. Brought to you today by the Lule Group. Welcome back. You're listening to The Terry Saul Show on KSLM AM and FM. Our guests today are Kevin and Rick from the uh, Four Corners Rod and Gun Club. Is that correct? Correct. That's it. Good right. job. Let, let's talk a little bit about, um, we were talking off the air about uh, women being involved with with shooting and stuff. Uh, let's, let's touch on that a little bit. Well, I, I was 
mentioning to Rick that uh, a great place to start for ladies is we have a ladies-only shoot once a month. And uh, our instructors really tailor it to the needs of ladies who are new to shooting. And they're advanced shooters, too. But it's a great place for ladies to come and feel to gain confidence with their weapon and in a no-pressure situation and not feel judged by maybe people who have maybe more experience. And it's it's just, it's very much a place where people can come and learn and feel comfortable. We keep the ladies, to make them feel more comfortable, we don't even allow husbands, boyfriends, significant others there to watch. It's ladies only. Uh, the instructor is Dean Backer. He's a good instructor, and he's very Why patient. Does that sound familiar? Uh, he was on the news for felonies all over. <laughs> we got a good deal on him as an instructor. I'm kidding you. I'm not sure why you know Dean. Dean's a pretty popular guy. Sounds familiar. Long-term Salem resident. Okay. Yes, okay. been in Salem all his life. All right. So go ahead and finish. You tell us a little bit about the class. Yeah. As Kevin said, it's a great way to start off for, for women. to. We try to keep the pressure down. Um, and Dean is excellent at, um, you know, starting them from the beginning. You know, you get private one-on-one -on -one training. It's open to the public. And the best part of it is we only charge $3 and that's just for the targets. That's it? That they, that's it for the ladies. And it's about a two-hour... cheap date, aren't you? I know. It's great. Man, you haven't heard right. the half of it. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what is the one question that they ask or the, the one thing that you've noticed about first-timers for, for ladies? Are they intimidated by just touching the gun? or What's the one question they ask? I've noticed, um, yes, they are a lot of new shooters, a lot of ladies in particular, particular, are in particular I can't even talk today, um, are nervous. In fact, I've had ladies out at the shoot. I used to run that ladies shoot that actually had one lady that started crying. I put the gun in her hand. We started, she went through, and as we loaded it, it was a twenty-two. She started to cry and couldn't do it. Hmm. And it was just getting them through that. This particular lady was never able to pull the trigger that night. She did come back the next month, and, and now she's an excellent, um, she's, she shoots very well. She's out right. there on a regular basis. Women are, uh, a lot of people are very intimidated by the sound, the recoil. They just, in their heads, just feel that that gun is going to turn on them. And, right. Yeah, and it's not. And, and, and you said something earlier, Kevin, that is something that we really need to, to bring out. It's... The guns are not the evil weapon. Correct. A gun is an inanimate object, and they have no will of their own. It's the knucklehead that uses the gun. That Absolutely. It's, and that's where the training really needs to be. The training is between the ears, not, not, not really the yeah. gun itself. What is the fee for You said it's $3 for what, a, a one-hour class? It's a two-hour two-hour training class, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that, that is open to the public. I believe it's the third Monday of every month that okay. they do this from 6 to 8 p.m. You can check on our calendar just to make sure yeah. they're giving okay. their correct times. So that's that would be the best way to check is go to fourcorners.com. All right. What are some of the other uh, shooting activities that you have going? You said you have different competitions that, at times? We do a lot of competition because competition is training. And we encourage people to come out and, and train that way. It it teaches you in some well, of these that's competitions. Kind of tricky. It is. I like it's that. It's an that's inexpensive tricky. way to to train. Yeah. Especially you know you have the action shooting where you're being timed. You're having to move and shoot behind barriers, behind walls. 
even sometime on the ground, sometimes on the ground, different types of weapons. You're having to deal with your anxieties. That seems to be the biggest thing. I, I see guys that are fantastic uh, bullseye shooters come out and target practice, and they're just incredible. But if you put them in an environment where they're being timed and their anxieties, they've got to shoot under pressure, they're not. Yeah. And that is something, a skill that, that takes time to learn, and you should learn it. We talked off the air. I was mentioning about my 98-year-old grandfather who was into the quick draw. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing to watch them, not only to watch how fast they can do it, but how accurate they can do it. Yeah. And it was just, you know, uh, he, he uh, another story time is he took a, um, a can of Coors. On, they lived on a ranch, and he took it and he tossed it over his head, and he turned around and he watched it fall, and he goes, okay, let's do it again. And he did it the second time, and he shot, and it went end through end. And I thought, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and the other, one other story that we had, a real short one, is that he had a movie theater, the Granada Theater in Morgan Hill, and they got a bat in the theater one night. And you know how erotic bats fly. So after the show was over and everybody left, he got his little twenty-two, and he took aim on it. First shot, he missed it. He goes, okay, I got it. Second shot, he dropped the bat. And I thought, <laughs> wow. You know what? This guy tells me to clean my room. I'm going to go clean my room. <laughs> he, Fast. He's just, he's just accurate. Do you have the quick draw? Or you said that's kind of like cowboyish, or Yeah, we don't offer a cowboy action shooting. It's never been brought up no. at the club. We just yeah. don't have anybody that has brought that up. That is something that, um, yeah, that would be a good idea to do. Now, My Albany Gun Club. Grand, our uncle come down and show us how you do it. Oh, bring him in. <laughs> bring it. him in, Terry. Albany offers that. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, the only one that I know of in the area. And they're pretty big with that. Yeah. Have you ever tried it? No, I've watched it and just about invested in all the gear. It looked too hard to me. It's intimidating when you see those guys do it. Oh, yeah, it is. But you got to wear the hat and the cowboy boots and the whole whole Yeah, and they even have you come in with a, you have to make up a name. Yeah. So if it's Can't Hit a Barn Rick. That's why they called my uncle Bounty Hunter Ed. There you go. Yeah. I never understood. Now I know. Yeah. Yeah. I never understood why they have to have a cowboy name. That's yep. like, you know what? No, call them Uncle Ed. That's what I call them. Mm-hmm. The majority of our members um, just come out and shoot their rifles and their pistols and hit the bullseye and, and go home. It, it, so it's not only action shooting. Um, we have four venues now. We've got an indoor 22 range that's fully covered. Uh, we've got the outdoor short range and long range. The shooting areas are covered, but the target areas are open. And we have just now recently installed a a, a, a clay pigeon thrower for shotguns right so we've got four different venues that the average shooter can come out i I wouldn't want people to think that all we do is just action shooting we we try to really provide opportunities for every shooter do they still do the the, is it called trap and skeet we do we have a a trap pigeons yeah there and you blast Mm -hmm. them Yeah. yeah We, we don't have trap and skeet, traditional trap and skeet at our club. We have what, what is that traditional trap and skeet? They would have a set set of rules. A thrower would be mounted permanently, and there would be a, an area designated just for that. We have uh, a sporting clay chute, which is a uh, we have it bring a trailer out that's got different throwers on it, uh, but it's not installed, and it's only available once or twice a month. Okay. And we've got a, a, a similar to a trap chute. We call it the clay bird chute, where it's just a scroll ahead go-ahead thrower that throws it out and there's five different positions so our shotgunning is more limited in terms of what's available so those are the regulated shoots that i just mentioned 
the, the other thing we just add is now there is a clay bird thrower out at the club now where people can come and shoot. Bring your own clay birds, shotguns. Right. To one guy pulls the thrower, another guy shoots, and it's uh, uh, so at least there's a place to come and practice with your shotgun now. It's okay. became very popular. We've had it, it's been about two months now. Yeah. Uh, what's the cost to join your club? The dues are 200 a year. And for your initial membership, there's also a $100 initiation fee and a deposit of $25 for your gate card key. Okay, so, so you're looking at 325 bucks to get started there. Right. All right, here's my $325 check. What are you giving me now? I get you, you can come and shoot whenever you want. Between the hours of 8 a.m. and dusk. <laughs> yeah, yes. can't shoot at night. Okay. But during the day, you can come and shoot, and you can shoot your rifle, your pistol, your shotgun. And then also you get access to all of the competition shooting we've been talking about. Okay. And all the classes, NRA classes we offer, all the other uh, classes we offer. Also, Terry, that if you've uh, been a member for two years and you're 62 or older, your club membership fee after the initial is $100 a year. Well, that's not bad. Not yeah. at all. Yeah. All right, so someone who's 66, I can come in and say, well, you know what? I should be getting it. You should be paying me. That's right. <laughs> that's not going to happen. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> now, do, you have, do you have any type of sales out there at all? Do you guys sell ammunition? Do you sell uh, weapons? What, is there anything out there at all? No, we're not able to do that on our property. Um, we do have FFL dealers that do sell. We have a lot of people that sell stuff. We we don't sell ammo. That's a whole new ball game uh, for our club, so we don't do that. But we have access to FFL dealers that can do that. Well, don't some of these shooting ranges around town here that when you go in there, you have to use their ammo? Yes. Sometimes. Like, we, and there's, it's expensive. Their ammo is not cheap. Right. There's a, I'm not going to mention their name, but right. in Salem, an indoor range, yes, I believe you have to buy their ammo, um, and it's not cheap. Uh, so for the value joining our club and all the benefits that we offer, it, it's fantastic. Okay. Well, we're not gonna, we only have about two minutes left on this segment here, but when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about the NRA. You know those guys, don't you? I do know the NRA. Yeah. yeah. Is that a happy thought or is that an unhappy thought? No, it's a, it's a good thing. The NRA is uh, one of the few out there we can rely on at this point to help us. Actually, we've still got a little bit more time before we get into the NRA. What else can you tell me with our last minute and a half? Well... You know, and Kevin said that. I don't want people to think just because I run the action shooting events, that's all we offer. We, we cater to every age group. We cater to every type of shooter except the cowboy action. Right. You say every age group. Does that include uh, children? Yes, we, we really? do. Well, you know, not we, we did put a limit on five-year-olds coming out by themselves yeah. shooting. But <laughs> yeah. um, with the parents, yes. As long as they're with the parents, yes, we do. And we are trying... Is that important? To teach younger kids how to shoot? Absolutely. I think it is. It's our future. Yeah. You know, in the last four or five years, our hunter education program um, has dropped off quite a bit. There's just not as many youth hunting anymore. And we used to rely on that a lot. We used to, we keep track of the classes. And that is about half of what we used to get just in the last two years. We are going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll be back with our final segment here. We're at 104.3 FM, 1220 AM. We are KSLM. And we are glad that you joined us today. Back in just a moment. 
Hey, this is Terry Saul, Saltissimo. Are you in the market for a new car? Well, if so, I encourage you to do what I do. Head down to Lule's Car Connection. Lule's has been selling quality vehicles for over 30 years. Lule's brokers any new vehicle selling within dealer invoice. Check this out. Lule's has financing with most major lenders and credit unions. So do what I do. Stop by Lule's Car Connection located at 2055 Mission Street in Salem and tell them Saltissimo sent you. Lule's Car Connection. We're back in five, four, Q Terry, two, one, you're on. You're listening to the Terry Saul Show on KSLM AM and FM, brought to you today by the Lule Group. Welcome back. We're in our final few minutes with our guests, uh, Kevin and Rick from the uh, Four Corners Rod and Gun Club. And who owns this club? We do. The members own the club. Okay. And whenever we do an orientation, I always can congratulate our new members and say, hey, congratulations on, on owning a part of the club. You own it as much as I do. So we, we owned it together in trust. How long, how long have you been involved with it? Well, I grew up there. My dad taught me to shoot there back in the 70s. I took my 100 Ed course there and uh, sighted in my first deer rifle. So I grew up there. I worked out of state for a long time, so I've been gone for a while, but I have very deep and fond memories of the club. Yeah. How about you, Rick? I've been a member for 15 years, did come out there with, like Kevin had said, with my father when I was probably 10, 11, 12 years old. Yeah. 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 Ready for another story? Final story of the night. Let's do it. All right. My uncle, the 98-year-old uncle, uh, we lived on a ranch in Morgan Hill, California, and when we were done with the theater at night, we would go home, and sometimes he'd say, well, let's go out and get us a deer. And it's his property. Okay, it's not legal, so what? But uh, I'll never forget the one time that he says, okay, and he got one bullet. And I says, Uncle, aren't you going to He goes, if I can't get on the first shot, I don't want it. And went out there, and sure enough, he got it on the first shot. And then he tells me, go get it. 15 years old, go get it? Seriously? One, one bullet's all he wanted. Yeah. He took me, he took me um, wild boar hunting one time. And I didn't realize that when you shoot a wild boar, they tend to charge you. And we're out there. Is that right? Yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. so. So he <laughs> heard that. We were out there, and, and I saw, oh, look, Uncle, there's one. Boom. And we, they're coming at us, and we're going, holy crap. And when we both of us went up a tree. That was <laughs> the last time he ever took me hunting. <laughs> wow. He told me, you're just, you're just uh, not stay with me. I'm telling you, Terry, maybe that's why you should stay with guinea pig hunting. <laughs> No, they'll attack me too. Hey, tell me about a, a sight-in service. What's that all about? Well, our sight-in services are once a year public service to help people get ready for the hunting season. They bring their rifles out to the club, open to members and non-members, and help folks get their rifles sighted in and ready to go. Uh, we've Why been is doing that important. Well, you need to know if you're point, if you're aiming at something, you need to know where your bullet's going. Like a wild boar. Like a wild boar, Mm -hmm. especially if they're going to charge you. That second shot might become very important. It only irritated them. (laughs) I think it only irritated them. (laughs) So sight and service is is something we've been doing since the 50s. What do you charge for that? $6 per rifle. Okay. And and how long? Who who does it? Do you actually do this 
Uh, I, as a vice president, my responsibility is to organize and get it, get it all, all ready to go. But really, who does it is our members. We've got people out there who have been helping guys set their rifles in for 20, 30 years. Really? And, oh, yeah, there, there, there's, there's a wealth of information and knowledge out there. Of What's people involved in sighting in a rifle? One, have to make sure you've got the right ammo that matches your gun and that your rifle's in safe condition. And then you might aim straight at the bullseye, but maybe the bullet hits way down at the corner of the target. And then you have to adjust your sight so what you're looking at and where your bullet is hitting match. That's a short explanation of it. It's to make sure that these hunters that come out there, most hunters shoot their, their rifles maybe once or twice a year. And they pull them out of the gun safe. They bring them out and make sure that it's that it's on for the year. You know, that's probably that's that is very important to a hunter that what you're shooting at is that you hit it. So, yeah, that's kind of what we do. We have uh, a group of volunteers, a lot of professionals that come out and and help. Uh, we'll even help a brand new shooter as a brand new rifle, put a scope on it for him and bore sight it. We have a couple guys that are ex-military that do a great job doing that. So they don't waste a lot of ammo. We can generally, the first time they bore sight it, the first shot out of their rifle, we're within six inches of the target. We mm. can save them ammo, get them on, uh, get them on target and uh, teach them a little about their rifle. Different kind of bore than the ones that chased you. Got that right. So <laughs> uh, how many members do you have? 1,000 Three or four now? Was a, Seriously. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're close to 1,100 members. And then if you add associate members in there, we're, we're a little over 1,400 right now. Um, we lost a few members due to the, we feel, the ammo shortage. We're getting an average of anywhere from 20 to 30 new members a month, which is fantastic. So uh, we're, we're way above what Tell we have Tell me about been. the ammo shortage. What was that all about? Well, we have an ammo shortage is what they call it. It's just hard to find ammo right now. Why? Not for sure exactly why. You hear so many different things on there. What am I One that makes house? a lot of sense to me is the not really an ammo short. Well, we had nine, 9 million more firearms purchased last year with the same amount of ammo that's going out into the mm. out into the field. Okay. So, And then you have your people just like toilet paper that hoard it. So voila, there's no ammo. What around. about the people that make their own ammo? I do that. I shoot uh, most of my, 100% of my ammo that I shoot for pistol is um, reloaded. Mm -hmm. I cannot find primers. I have a lot of primers. I have enough for a while. Uh, but primers, yeah, it's even tougher for reloaders right at this point. Uh, from what I understand, the primers that are out there are going to the ammo, man ammo manufacturers, um, and they're kind of letting the reloaders go to the side at this okay. time. What about the uh, the NRA? I called it the IRA, but you corrected me. <laughs> what about the NRA? Are they involved with you guys? We are. We're an NRA-affiliated club. We offer a lot of NRA classes. And uh, if you want to get certified in something, we offer an array of classes uh, um, that are certified through the NRA. And now, we have that, NRA. Is that more expensive because you're they going to the NRA? They are a little bit more because okay. we, we have to go through the NRA with that. Yes. the rules? Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we do have to charge more with that. Um, we don't like doing that, but uh, we have to pay the NRA to do these classes. We also offer a lot of classes that are, you know, same classes, but not NRA certified, if that makes a difference to somebody. Yeah. Okay. In our final two minutes here, um, first of all, I'll ask you where you're located. We already know that on State Street. But how people can get in touch with you. Is there a website? Is there a phone number they can call? 
Um, how do they get in touch with you guys if they have more questions? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're in Salem. The address is 7695 Babcock Street Southeast at Salem, Oregon, 97317. And that's just off of State Street, um, about a mile past Cordon Road. Okay. So it's very easy. You look for our new sign that we have up at the um, the corner of uh, 76, I think it is. And very easy to find. How you get a hold of us, uh, you could go to our website, which is, Kevin, do you have the website? Yeah, it's uh, Four Corners uh, Gun Club. Yep. Stayed up all night thinking that one, didn't well, you? Well, yeah, it, you know, <laughs> I, I, I might have been born yesterday, but I did stay up all night studying. Yeah, fourcornersgunclub.com. Okay, is there a phone number out there? Uh, uh, there is a number, uh, it, it, but it's mostly you'll you'll leave a message because uh, okay. there's not somebody uh, there all the time. We're, our club is completely volunteer run. Okay. Uh, we have no uh, full-time employees. Okay. Casey, if you go, or Casey, how did I say Casey? Terry? That's okay, I'll answer anything. It's all right. <laughs> so I'm getting old here. Terry, if you go to our website, there are numbers on there. Kevin's number, my number. Um, if you guys have questions, feel free to call me. I get a lot of calls during the, during the week, and um, I'd love to talk to you. All right. Charlie, thanks for coming in. Okay. All right, guys. Hey, listen, will you do me a favor? Will you guys come back again? I have a thousand more questions we can ask and talk for another hour or so here. If you can, uh, cut you back into the month or so, we'll do this again. We'd appreciate sure. that. Okay. okay. That's going to wrap it up for today's show. We'll be back next week, same time, do this all over again. We're just about out of time for today's show. Remember, you can catch our show every Saturday at 10 a.m. and a replay Sundays at 6 p.m. right here on Salem's original radio station, KSLM. A reminder, if you missed any of today's show or would like to hear any of my shows, you can always hear a podcast on our official KSLM website at www.kslm.news or on my official website at www.terrysalt.com. If you would like to drop me a note, I'd love to hear from you. My email address is terry at kslm.news. We'll see you next time. Take care and be safe. You've been listening to The Terry Saul Show on Salem's original radio station, 104.3 FM and 1220 AM KSLM. Today's show is brought to you by the Lule Group, featuring Lule's Car Connection, John Lule Holmes, and Teresa Lule's State Farm Insurance. That's a wrap. Thanks, everybody. Good show. Bye, everybody.